Guys, do you want thicker, fuller hair? Do you desire lustrous, luscious locks that you can run your fingers through? Maybe a full head of hair makes you feel attractive. Perhaps a full head of hair boosts your confidence and self-esteem. Whatever your reasons, if you have started to experience hair loss, there is good news. Because there are effective, FDA-approved treatments that work. One is a prescription clinically proven to prevent further loss. The other is clinically proven to regrow your hair in two to four months. And both are available from Roman for just a dollar a day. Just complete a free online visit. Roman connects you to a U.S. licensed healthcare professional who will work with you to find the best treatment plan. Then Roman sends everything you need right to your door with free shipping and indiscreet packaging. So guys, are you Roman ready for a thicker, fuller head of hair? Go to ro.co slash fuller. Do it today and Roman will give you 20% off your first order. That's ro.co slash fuller. This is the happy hour. You guys going to happy hour? Live from the Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Yeah, maybe I'll come for a couple. Here are your hosts, Nick Sainert. I want to know what it's like to commit a crime without having to spend time in jail. And Enrique Alvarez Cleary. C is for chunk. On 93.7 A Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome in. Happy Thursday. This is the happy hour, 93.7 The Ticket. Theticketfm.com. Nick Sainert and Enrique alvarez Clary are with you today. Hello, Rico. Hello. Rico is currently uh, just about five seconds before we had to open. He goes, wait, I don't have headphones. Had to pull, had to grab some headphones, and here he's he's back. You can hear me. There we go. How's it going, Rico? We, we, I am fantastic. We're busy. Yeah, we've got a lot of stuff going on. Shout out. Hey, hey. You know what? Hey. Shout out Jake Sorensen. Big time. I hope he's listening. I know he's busy. Jake, he's not. He's 100% not listening. That dude is putting in some work because next week, this station is going to be busy. And by this yep. station, I mean Nicholas and Derek Pearson. <laughs> they are definitely, they are 100% going to not have voices by next weekend. So there's no happy hour next week. Nope. Which Unfortunately, could maybe, be sad. Maybe. Actually... There may be like a 30-minute happy hour on Monday morning at 8.30. There could be random times of happy hour. Yeah. And from anywhere from 8 to 4, there could be random happy hours. Literally random. Uh, yeah, so next week's going to be exciting. State basketball is in town. But no, shout out to Jake um, for all the hard work he's doing. He's he's helping us out a ton. You guys will hear that during the uh, yeah. high school basketball open. <laughs> <laughs> the open sounds good though it does sound good it's really cool we bob put in some work also shout out big voice bob <laughs> i love big voice bob um He's just there to player. help help on the help on the fly as always 402-999-4620 the uh, starter hayman text line feel free to chime in that way but um nate in his virginia tech volleyball shirt anyway it's not even, they're not even good no they're not and he's trying to dig into the Moose's Mad Fresh stuff right now. Shout out, Moose. Yeah. So anyway, um, I will say this. So next week with the um, with the state basketball tournament, yeah, like DP kind of talked about it this morning a little bit. I'll talk about it as well. I think I think the official count is around 30 basketball games that will be on the ticket next week. 
So sounds like a blast. You're going to get a lot of Nick. You're going to get a lot of DP. Yes. There might be some Vershawn sprinkled in there. Maybe some Jay. Mm-hmm. That's um, true. Possibly if he's coming back into town. I don't know if he is. Some Eric Strickland. Oh really? Yeah. Cool. Maybe I, he might be. He said he was going to try. Yeah. Because I so, told him I needed to watch a Bellevue West game with him again. Bellevue West plays Pius Rico. I know. Are you ready to lose? Uh, I already won once. Are we putting? Are we putting a friendly wager on it? I think we are. Okay, we have to decide that. We have to decide a, the friendly a, wager. A large thing of runs of fries. Yeah, um, runs of fries. Is so good. <laughs> runs is sitting in the studio here just because I did not get lunch anyway. But no free shout outs. No free shout outs. I'd like lower this camera. You can't see the game. Yeah, um, the Big Ten tournament, the women's basketball tournament, is happening right now. Rutgers is trailing Indiana thirty-four to twenty-eight here with seven forty-two. Left in the third quarter, Rutgers is the 13 seed. Indiana is the five seed. Nebraska women's basketball plays later this evening against Illinois. Uh, I believe at 7:30 p.m. or about 25 minutes after the the game prior to them finishes. So Nebraska Illinois. Then immediately at the final horn of that one, we will be uh, doing the women's basketball post game show and, and hopefully break it down a Husker win in a, in a way that they advance to play Michigan. Michigan. And Nas, Nas Hillman, yeah. So that's that's an exciting couple uh, couple hours tonight. We're, I'm excited for for next week. Um, as always, like I said, four zero two nine 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 four six two zero. You can always call in on the Honda Lincoln Hotline four zero two four six four five six eight five. Maybe by next week we have our old number back, and we'll we'll be good to to that as well. I really hope so. So do I. I don't like having two different numbers. I, I believe so. Okay, so Corey and Lincoln asked this. What will be the nature of the coverage? Are you guys calling games? What kind of programming will we have next week? Okay, so early break stays the same, 6 to 8 a.m. And you know what? I'll grab the bracket right here. Yeah, go ahead. Um, I think early break is Vershawn the – has it. Yeah, I think he took it. So early break is the only one that, that will yeah. step will be on daily. The other shows will be mm-hmm. covered up by games. Um, yeah, so basically it's 9 a.m. is the start of the games on Monday, and we are actually going to be joined by Luke Mullen of the Lincoln Journal Star here at 2.30 to kind of break down. It was a wild night in district finals basketball on the boys' side of things last night. Games went to triple overtime. A game went to double overtime. Um, Pius won on the road at Papillion La Vista South. Uh, somewhat of an upset there. It was an 8-7 versus seven win. Uh, for for the Thunderbolts to advance to state, Omaha Central got upset by Elkhorn South at home. So there was a lot of uh, exciting matchups last night going on around the state. And so we, we I wanted to bring on Luke this afternoon to to talk about here's the boys kind of all that's going on. Yeah, I have it pulled up. So okay. the the boys game. So we'll call Class A and B every single game, boys and girls. So nine eleven one fifteen. 345-ish, and then 6 and 745. Those times might not be a- exactly accurate because they switch up a couple days, but that is base- basically when uh, games will be going on. So, for example, on Monday, I have the 9 and 11 a.m. games, which is Elkhorn, Sc- or excuse me, Omaha Scott Catholic versus Blair at 9 a.m. Mm-hmm. for Class B boys. Then at 11, it is Platteview versus Bennington, a 4-5 matchup. Then, DP will have the first game of the afternoon session. I'll take the second game, and then DP has the last two night games. Okay. That's basically the schedule every single day um, until Saturday. You start us off, DP finishes it off. Absolutely. And we both get a little bit of a break in between there. 
Sounds fantastic. So we'll we'll be covering those ones. It'll be I mean we'll have pregame shows, we'll have postgame shows for those games. Um, but yeah, I mean if if you want to listen to state high school basketball, ninety three seven the ticket is the place to be. Like I said, I believe Mark and Mark was counting them earlier. I think we have decided now to do Class C one, okay, semifinals because there's a lot of interesting uh, storylines with the boys. Ashland Greenwood, Carney Catholic, and Wahoo all have have a great chance to to make the title game. Then on the girls' side, Lincoln Lutheran is the number one overall seed. Shout out Lincoln Lutheran. So there's there's cool storylines there with with Class C one. So we're going to call the semifinals of those ones as well on on Wednesday and Thursday. And so with that, I believe the count is over thirty. I want to say thirty two um, total games from PBA next week throughout the course of six days, Monday through Saturday. So um, looking forward to it a ton, and uh, it's it's going to be it's going to be a blast. It's going to be a long week, but it's going to be a blast. You're going to um, eat a lot of a lot of Pinnacle Bank Arena concession food. I hope not. I I, I hope that I'm going to be able to go outside a little bit, and I'm hoping that the break that that DP gives me and and i hope dp does the same way same thing that i do is go step outside and get some fresh get some fresh air instead of pinnacle bank arena so i'm gonna be chilling here running the board yeah exactly and and there's a a, there's a conversation that we've had about maybe streaming the like us calling a game like the camera's just on us be interesting it's a little concerning number one because i don't know the faces i make that's a good when thing. I call. No, that's great. That's fantastic. I, I don't know if I make faces. I, I don't know if DP knows if he makes faces. Um, so that could be, I mean, meme worthy or, or you know, gif worthy later on. But no, it's going to be exciting. Once again, we'll have Luke on of, of from the Lincoln Journal Star. He uh, covers high school sports around the state, and and he does a really good job. Talk to him every Saturday on the high school show. But I wanted to bring him on in the happy hour. So you see, cute of a guy. Yes. So between Pius and Bellevue West, mm-hmm. both of our alma maters. Um, they play in the first round. Pius is the seven seed. Bellevue West is the two seed. Do you want to have the bet be the loser has to change their Twitter profile pick to the winning team's logo? Mm. Yeah. For 24 hours? Yeah. Okay. 24 hours. Or, you know, no, no, no. Until the winning team loses. <laughs> okay. That's tough. What if, what if it's the state? What if they win the state title? Just a day after? Yeah, just a day after. Okay, perfect. We'll do that. All right, sounds good to me. I'm glad that you we shake on it. No, it's okay. Here we'll fist bump over it. Nice work, Rico. I don't know if you guys saw that, but we did. We fist bumped it. All right. Okay. So, like I said, Nebraska women's basketball. Though, let's let's talk about some Huskers. Um, they play Illinois tonight, seven thirty or so. Um, Corey and Lincoln says that you call those stakes weak. Corey, then send in something, yeah, man. Give us, give us something. Give us an idea. Nebraska women's basketball, uh, they play Illinois tonight, 730-ish, uh, or around that time. We'll have post-game show following the final horn. I mean, Nebraska has played well. I mean, they ended the season on a three-game winning streak. They are firmly in the NCAA tournament no matter what happens this evening. Just up to seeding. Um, yeah, exactly. So it just depends on what, whether or not there'll be a 7, a 6, an 8, maybe a 10. Uh, they they could kind of be all around mm-hmm. if if they lose tonight. I mean, I, I would see them drop into a nine or even a ten because Illinois is is not a good basketball team. No, they they are not great, and Nebraska's already beat them by nineteen points. I think mm-hmm. it's nineteen. Yeah, nineteen points, eighty two sixty three. Back on uh, February twelfth um, at Illinois. So you know 
they they have experience playing each other in that game. Uh, nice little scoring explosion from Jazz Shelley, who had mm-hmm. 21 points and six boards. Sam Hybe had 10, 8, and 5. Izzy Bourne had 17 and 7. Markowski had 9 and 7. Uh, and Bella Cravens came off the bench with a double-double, 12 and 11. So they they kind of just a, a well-rounded effort. Um, had a 25 to 11 uh, first quarter lead. Yeah. Uh, kind of let Illinois back into it a little bit, but but stepped on the gas. So, you know. They again. They have experience playing each other. Nebraska knows exactly what they would need to do, and hopefully, uh, the Huskers aren't looking forward to Michigan. to a match, another matchup with Michigan, and they mm-hmm. actually focus on their first matchup uh, and and work their way past an Illinois squad. This Illinois squad. You mentioned that Bella Cravens comes off the bench, and that's kind of the lineup that they've been going with since obviously a couple things happened a co- like two weekends ago, and and that's the thing. I, w- something that's so awesome with this team and makes it so much more enjoyable to watch is that they just adapt on the fly to whatever is thrown their way, whether it's adversity, whether it's foul trouble. Um, the the three post players are kind of interchangeable with Alexis Markowski, Izzy Bourne, and Bella Cravens. Mm-hmm. Bella Cravens was a starter at the beginning of the year, winner of the Sportsmanship Award as well, um, was a starter at the beginning of the year where Alexis Markowski was not. Well, now the Big Ten Freshman of the Year, deservedly so, is a starter and she also has six double-doubles, so she's been producing consistently for Amy Williams and her team. Izzy Bourne, they actually experimented a little bit with her, whether it was better for her to come off the bench or for Bella to come off the bench, and they finally settled on Bella Cravens. But it's one of those situations where if they want to go a little bigger, they're they're able to put Bella on the floor mm-hmm. with those other two players because Izzy can stretch well, out and, to the perimeter and Mark and, and Alexis can, now, can as too. well. Yeah, she 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 came into to Nebraska with kind of like not really a threat from three point range, but she could shoot it. She was wi- more than a more than willing to take that shot, and she's kind of turned into a, a a little bit of a threat from three point range where you can't really leave her open. No. So you're gonna have to close out on her. So if you've got three bigs in the game, two of them can stretch, and Bella Cravens with the footwork she has inside and her tenacity, like. Having three bigs out there, and then I don't know if you have Jazz Shelley and Sam Hybe out there with two ball handlers who can get to the rim pretty much whenever they want to, and also mm-hmm. shoot the three pretty well. Like that's that's a pretty fantastic lineup, and and the ability for Amy Williams to just go to the bench, put anybody on the floor, and have them produce is such a luxury to have. You're absolutely right, and that's kind of been a big discussion point of this whole season is just how balanced this team is. Uh, I just talked about the post players. I mean, at guard. You can even throw in uh, true freshman Kendall Moriarty. Kendall Coley has now been able to switch positions a little bit and into a smaller role. Still trying to find her offensive game, but defensively she's extremely impressive for how young she is as well. And so Kendall and Coley's Allison a player. Allison Weidner has found her footing. Yes, Allison Weidner. I mean, she's in that starting lineup now after after Ashley Scoggin is no longer with the team. So Allison Weidner now is is firmly in the starting lineup and and playing well. Um, she's a good compliment to Jazz Shelley and Sam Hybe, which don't forget Sam Hybe. I feel like there there are situations where Sam Hybe kind of gets lost in all this. She was honorable mention all Big Ten, yes, I believe. But she kind of gets lost in discussions because you have a player like Jazz Shelley who can go out and drop 23 points in a night, but then the next evening or next game, she has nine assists and 11 rebounds at halftime mm-hmm. and zero points. Like the way that. Um, Jazz Shelley can just flip on a dime, and where whether it's not, um, w- whether it's you know, she's the facilitator making flashy passes, flashy accurate passes. I think that's a big part of it. Yeah, 
and then and not turning over the basketball, or she can be your reliable scorer, shows how big of an of a get it was to get her to transfer from Oregon. Mm-hmm. And Sam Hybe, you know, she started the season as the the main ball handler for this team, and it's kind of transferred over to Jazz Shelley running point for a good portion of the game, but mm-hmm. but Sam Hybe, people forget she's still able to do that. I mean, in their final game of the season, she had seven assists, so she's still out there, and I, I say it every time I see her drive to the rim. Every time she, she gets to the bucket and throws the ball up, I just assume it's going in because that's just what she's been able to do for so long here in Nebraska. She gets to the rim pretty much at ease, and throws up throws up a layup uh, that you may think you know oh that might get blocked because she's so much shorter than somebody inside but she her her ability to get around people and use the backboard is just unmatched like it's it's amazing to watch so if Jazz Shelley's having an off scoring night Sam Hybe can pick it up mm-hmm. if if Jazz is having an on scoring night Sam Hybe can pick up the assist totals like they they're so interchangeable and it's it's just like I said it's amazing and such a luxury for Amy Williams to have so many players that can do so many good things that you can just have somebody you can have anybody out there do one good thing and have you know their backup come in and and fill in the holes. That, that's a good point. And and when you mention you know the luxury of being able to go to the bench and, and things like that, um, you're absolutely right, Rico. Where it's Amy Williams. That's that's one big thing about this team, I guess. Is I, I mentioned the adversity. They've shown countless times whether a player is removed from the roster or whether a player is out because of of health and safety protocols or because of injury. There's always that player to step up. And and normally you have one, you know, that you can count on. But they had Allison Widener, they had Alexis Markowski, who who at that time was stepping up. Um when Jazz Shelley was out for for Iowa, Alexis Markowski came in and hit six threes. When obviously now nowadays Allison Widener is, is filling a void. And Kendall Moriarty, a true freshman, played some significant minutes down or mm-hmm. excuse me, early on in the season. And Ani Stewart, you can throw into that category as well. So like they're they have multiple options, like we've been saying. Whitney Brown comes in and shoots the three. Bingo. Bingo. And, and give credit to Wit Wit because last year she was kind of thrown into that role. Um thrown into that role of playing because she came to from from Grand Island as a walk on. And it was like, okay, yeah, like there's a chance you play, but obviously it was un- an unconventional year, and they ended up having to play her, and she filled a void. But now she's taken kind of a smaller role and been okay with it. Like mm-hmm. that's that's something that's so great with this team is that they are okay. For example, when Alexis Markowski burst onto the scene, nobody was expecting her to be this dominant mm-hmm. and this um, reliable early on in her career. But Izzy Bourne, when she got taken out of the starting lineup, she understood that, hey, if I come off the bench when Alexis is not on the floor, I'm going to be the person down low that Nebraska tries to get the ball to. Yep. I'm going to be the person down low. Same with Bella now. Bella understands that she has an opportunity to score more points or be that feature player down low when Alexis and Izzy are not in. And they are okay with it, even if that means playing seven fewer minutes or playing eight fewer minutes. Why? Because they have 22 wins. <laughs> and they, they have shown that it works that that Amy Williams and her staff, um, Tom Gailey and and Coach Mays, that they all understand and know what the heck they're doing, and they are, are twenty two and seven, and they are going to um, play Illinois tonight at around seven thirty or so. Four zero two nine 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 four six two zero.
Um, Starter Hammond text line, feel free to uh, ask any questions. Uh, so I'm hearing that Bella Cravens is Amy Williams' lat may and type of stretch four. No. Well, no, Bella, Bella doesn't shoot. Bella doesn't shoot threes. She can hit a mid- mid-range shot. Oh, I yeah. mean, she loves shooting from the elbow or the free throw line. She can hit those. Uh, probably a little bit better defense as well. Yeah, if you're looking at if you're looking at a stretch for if you're looking at what Latman was supposed to be type stretch for, Bingo. that's Izzy Bourne. Without the yes, Izzy Bourne. That's a good yeah. point. That's a good. That's, that's a good one. That's what Latman was supposed to do for the men's team. Yeah, Izzy Bourne's. But we're not talking about Latman. We're not. We're, we're done. talking about the women. We're done with Latman talk. Leave him on alone. the happy hour until Monday when we decide if Gus has to formally apologize over the phone once he hits that over twelve and a half. <laughs> Uh, the women just seem to always have five strong players on the on the floor that are all threats. That's why they are where they are and that fun, fun to watch. That's from Dusty. They Bingo. get they get everyone involved. At least it seems like it. Mm-hmm. Where everybody's going to get a touch. Everybody's going to have at least one attempt to score. And I mean, if you're if you're scoring and you're hot, they're going to keep going to you and, until you know something happens. So the women's team, like I said, they're getting people involved and everybody involved and, and keeping you engaged in the game. And even if you're not engaged offensively, you know, on the defensive side of things, maybe you're drawing one of the best matchups and they're just like, hey, yeah. we're trusting you over here. Like, you got this. Well, and, and, and the little things like running up the floor and trying to get, like, pushing the pace, people, players are just in their spots. Like, they're just always able to – they're just doing their job. Mm-hmm. Like, they know where they, to go. And they, know, they know where to go and they just – they find a way to get there. And, and for an example, like, on a missed shot, there are two players – for outlet passes, like Jazz Shelley or or and probably not Sam Hybe unless Jazz is is taking the ball because she does rebound from the guard position, mm-hmm. which is which is really nice and a, a good luxury to have. But there's always a player ready to run the floor, whether that's Jazz, whether that's Sam, whether that's um, Michael Caton who has been playing a little bit more, a few more minutes. Mm-hmm. She played here. Though. She played. She was featured more earlier in the season, and then she kind of fell out of the rotation. And now, towards the end of the season, she's she's made her mm-hmm. way back into the rotation. And she's made a difference. Yeah, she hit a couple trifectas a couple games ago as well. Um, Corey says this: not shooting threes at all is essentially the same as Latman's production from three. Stop. Yes, it. yes. But what Fred has told us is that Lat can shoot. We're not doing this. We're just. We're, we're not talking about Lat. Give the people what they want. They want no. to talk about Lat. No, Rico. I, if I, as soon as I figure out how to block people, <laughs> we are, you are the, we, per, you are the are, first one I'm we, going we after. We are not blocking Corey, man. You are the first one I'm going after, Corey. Corey, Corey is, a, is a huge texture of our show. We're, C- we're not. C and L. We are not blocking Corey. I, I will not allow that to happen Garbaggio. on our show. So, all right, let's, uh, let's go ahead and get to break. When we come back, we'll be joined by Luke Mullen of Lincoln Journal Star. A lot of exciting things to talk about with uh, Nebraska high school basketball. We'll, we'll touch on a little bit of girls basketball. We'll touch on boys basketball. And then, I don't know if you guys heard, but a team in double overtime last night took up three minutes and 50 seconds of the clock. Shot clock, please. We'll, we'll get in a little bit of a shot clock talk. How, what are Luke's thoughts on uh, on Creighton Prep just you know milking it and, and wasting recess? We'll touch on all that coming up next with Luke Mullen of Lincoln Journal Star on the happy hour. Follow Nick and Enrique on Twitter at Nick underscore Sainert and at Radio Rico AC. More of Happy Hour is next on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com.